Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of Glass City Game Time, one of America's great sports podcasts brought to you by The Blade. My name is Corey Christen, and thanks for listening. We always appreciate you checking us out here on Glass City Game Time. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. We're breaking the usual format. Usually, it would be me with a couple of our esteemed Blade sports writers, but... For the first time in Glass City Game Time history, a special guest will be joining the podcast, and I could not think of a better one to join us at a better time than former Rogers High School standout, South Carolina women's basketball guard, Zaya Cook. And Zaya is doing great things right now down in Columbia with the Gamecocks. South Carolina, number one in the country in the AP poll. They finished the regular season off 29-1, and 16-0, undefeated in Southeastern Conference play. They have won 23 games in a row. And now Zaya, who won two state championships in Division II with Rodgers, is looking to lead that Gamecocks team into the NCAA tournament. The first step is the SEC tournament, which South Carolina begins on Friday. And Zaya and I talked quite a bit about not just this season and what she and her team are doing, but also her career at Rogers. Again, the two state championships, playing for Lamar Smith. The list of accolades that Zaya has from her time here in Toledo is rather extensive. Naismith Player of the Year finalist, Naismith All-America first team, WBCA All-America first team, McDonald's All-American, Slam All-American, USA Today All-USA third team, OPSWA Division II Ohio Player of the Year. Those were all after 2019. She played in the McDonald's All-American game. She played in the Jordan Brand Classic after her senior year. Again, a long list of local awards and international awards, a pair of gold medals at the World Cup and the America's Cup to boot. An esteemed athlete from right here in the Toledo area. And we got to talk to Zaya before their tournament play started. Now, I will put a slight disclaimer on this. We recorded this interview towards the end of last week. So, not really dated information, but we didn't get exactly get to talk about the whole regular season as there was still uh, one game to play at that time on Sunday versus Texas A&M. But... They did end up winning that game, and now South Carolina is rolling as they begin the SEC tournament. So enjoy this interview, this about 20 minutes with Zaya Cook, and I'll talk to you at the end of the podcast. The first thing that I wanted to get into with you, just want to take you back to your time at Rogers, you playing for Lamar Smith got you to a lot of places and I can run down a laundry list of awards and recognitions that you got but let's just go back to winning that state championship and I know you won two of them let's talk about that senior season because it was a long road you guys defeated the number one team in the state what can you look back at that on and what parts of that did you really appreciate with that run yeah, it's crazy uh, because I still think about that all the time like how I won two state championships in high school. And, you know, not a lot of people got the chance to do that. And just to be able to do that with the girls, the group of girls I did it with, uh, it was a special thing. And I think the most special thing about it was my freshman year was the year that everybody expected us to win. And it, it didn't go that way, you know. 
we had uh, D1 players my freshman year, and it didn't happen. But for us to do it my uh, junior and senior year with, you know, no no D1 players besides myself just showed that we can do anything regardless of who's on the team as long as you work hard. And I really just appreciated both teams my junior and senior year because they all, they all worked hard and they didn't take anything for granted. Starting out as a freshman, maybe some of that had to build up. When did you guys maybe realize, and it could have been your junior or your sophomore year for that matter, when did you guys start to realize, hey, we're building something really cool here that can do this? Uh, honestly, um, my sophomore year, I thought we still had a chance, but uh, it didn't really go well. And that's when I kind of started to lose hope. Honestly, I, I just kind of lost hope about it. I just was saying maybe we just need to focus on winning the city championship and see how far we can get as far as states. But we, we started moving on and we kept getting closer and closer to it. And that's when I knew, like, wow, we actually can do this. Like, And I knew that we had a, a lot of seniors, too, and they really wanted to win. And um, when we got closer down to the road, that's when I knew that we were able to do it. My senior year, I, t- I told my coach, you got, you let me get one. There's no way I'm not going out with another one, especially on my senior year. And you certainly did. And after that game, your coach, Lamar Smith, he was quoted saying, quote, I'm going to look forward to seeing Zaya at the next level at South Carolina. I'm going to be checking on her. We're very close. I love my cook. End quote. What interactions have you had with your former coach since you got down to South Carolina? We talk all the time. After every game, he always uh, texts me and said, you did good and how proud he is of me. And he's going to be down here to see me play soon. He came to see me play when we played Dayton. It's times where I call him and he'll be like, I'm watching you right now on TV. Like I, I recorded the game and I'm watching you. So it's good to know that he still supports me. And I miss that man a lot. I always tell him I miss being coached by him. But I'm happy that I'm, I'm here because Coach Staley actually reminds me of him. And it just feels good to know that I have another coach that cares about me. Yeah, to which you followed up after that game, and you called him a legend. What yeah. makes him that legend? He just he does things that people don't expect him to do. You know, it's a lot of people that want to see him fail, and he, he always succeeds. And that's what legends do. Legends accept each challenge that comes in front of them, and they, and they, and they succeed in it. And he's always been the type to succeed in anything he does. And, and I still don't think he gets the credit he deserves sometimes. You know, they, they thought they were going to uh, lose the city championship this year. But he proved them wrong once again. And that's why I will continue to call him a legend until, you know, the city shows him, shows that he really is one. Going for three state titles in a row, I don't think there's any doubt, uh, at least in my mind, that, yeah. that he is that legend. But you mentioned that he and your current head coach, Don Staley, have some similarities to them. What are those? I'll say, um, number one, they both believe in me, you know, from the jump. Coach Staley has always told me she believed in me. And uh, Coach Smith told me they both believe in me. They care about me. And it's, it's love that I can tell. I can see it. You know, it's not fake. I can tell that they both really care about me and they want to see me do good. And I just have a bond with them. And it's crazy because Coach Smith was a male and he was like a male figure, uh, uh, like a second father to me. And I and I also can say I look at Coach Staley like a second mom or like a she kind of is like a, a big sister kind of at the same time because she has that. Uh, side to her which we can come to her as a friend or we can come to her if it's serious so it just feels good it feels so good to know that I can have both of them and like I just got blessed with two amazing coaches you know and I've been blessed with coaches all through my life but the two the most important ones are Coach Staley and Coach Smith. And you got to Coach Staley after what I'm sure was a very long and thought out recruiting process you were the number four recruit in the class of 2019 and the top point guard in your class 
So let's go to that recruiting process. What ultimately landed you at South Carolina? It was very tough for me. Um, it was between two schools, and it was it was hard because I really enjoyed both coaches. I would like talking to both of them, and I built I built a bond with both of them. But um, I don't know. I just couldn't get Coach Staley off my mind. Like I just felt like we clicked really well, and I tell people all the time that I just wanted to be coached by the best. And it kind of was a no-brainer now that I look at it. You know, me being here was literally the perfect fit. So it was a no-brainer for me to be here, and I honestly just feel like God led me to this school. And it's working out for you guys right now. Let's start at the beginning of the season. You posted a season-high 27 at Dayton, of all places, right? The place (laughs) right down the road from home, uh, November 13th. That was your third career game. Let's walk back to that real quick. What worked for you really well in that game? And was that kind of a moment for you that you realized maybe you do belong there? Or what was that game like for you? Uh, honestly, um, it was kind of crazy how that played out because I was in Dayton and I just had such a big game, but shots was just falling for me. Um, I mean, there's nothing really I could say about it. I mean, that's all it was. Shots was falling. Um, my teammates were giving me the ball where I needed it. And, it, and, and I kind of had like this home feeling. I play really well when I'm in front of like a big crowd or if I'm in front of people I know. And I, and I think that was what really did it for me just to hear People from my city saying my name and just having my family there, it, it just made me feel really good. And it just wanted me, I just wanted to go out there and have a really good game. So it, it was, I was very happy that I was able to have that, that type of game in front of my city, you know, and they showed out. It was a lot of people there. And just having that home feeling, it always makes me play harder and play better. Did you get to catch up with Coach Smith or any of those teammates after? Yes, I hugged Coach Smith. I got to catch up with uh, Kiara Peace, uh, Tasia Gant. Former players like Sasha Daly, uh, I got I got a chance to catch up with everybody. It was crazy to see how many people was there. Like, through, especially in the Ram family, I had co- I had um, Mr. Wooten, which was my um, high school teacher from math. He was there, and he had school the next day. So it was just crazy to see like wow, I really had an impact on everybody um, in my city, and it showed that they really do love me and they care about me. Yeah, and you're putting up almost 13 a game behind Aaliyah Boston scoring. Both of you were freshmen working into a program that was already really good when you guys got there. What's that dynamic like? Aaliyah, I know, plays more on the post, but what's that dynamic like between you two working together to score? I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It gets no better. You know, she's a, a amazing teammate. Literally, like, she... She, you would think she's a senior, how much she communicates on the floor. Like, she always helps me out when I need her. And it, and we've been playing with each other for a while, actually, you know, um, USA and things like that, America, uh, All-American, and then the Jordan brand. So we had chances, a chance to build a bond and, and get chemistry with each other. But playing with her is, is amazing. It's good to, like, have that, that person you know you can lean on. I can lean on all my teammates, though. Like, we all are, like, superstars, you know. So it's good to have a – 12 amount of superstars on my team and know that I don't have to do everything on my own and there's no no shots for Rodgers or anything but just to know that I don't have to do it all on my own or I don't have to be the go-to player we're all go-to players and it, and it feels good well since you mentioned it you did play in both the McDonald's All-American game and the Jordan Brand Classic last year you got to interact with players like Aaliyah and other elite high school seniors would be freshmen throughout mm-hmm. the country how did that experience maybe alter your game or maybe alter your thoughts on what you were going to see at that next level? Uh, it, w- it was good as well to play with 
uh, get a chance to play against all of them because I see them now and um, I, I enjoy seeing how they play now and, and playing against them um, in college. You know, it's just like a dream come true for all of us. And I'm, I'm happy that I got a chance to build bonds with uh, players throughout the whole country and uh, very good players. You're averaging almost 27 minutes on the floor per game. By my math, that's almost an entire high school game. I'm not a great math guy. So what's the conditioning difference between playing high school and playing collegiately for you? Have you noticed anything like that? In the beginning of the season, I did notice, uh, like, it's very quick. Um, actually, when we just played Florida, like, they would play very fast. So, like, the speed is way different. Um, also, in high school, you might get a chance to, you know, go 75% here and there. But in college, is no breaks. You get no breaks. You go all out or you get taken out. So it's like I just know I got to go hard the whole time. And that's mainly the, that's the most different, the difference about it. Zaya, thus far, your lone loss was November 28th. That was against Indiana, a ranked team, number 17 at the time. Two days later, you guys turned around and defeated Baylor, defending national champs, number two in the country, what did that window right there teach you, maybe about yourself or about the team? Uh, we were young at the time. I think I always tell my teammates, like, I'm happy we got that loss out the way so we can just continue to win the rest. So I think it was um, a wake-up call, you know, just to, I wouldn't say humble us, but to know that you can get beat by anybody at any given moment. So we just had to mentally get ourselves right and um, know that we have another big game literally the next day. Coach was very upset about it, and no one wants to see her disappointed. So we all just came together and came up with a game plan of what we can do to go out there and, and make sure nothing like that ever happens again. So, I mean, our plan is just literally from here on out is to win every game that we um, we come across to and, you know, and just keep working hard. That's what we're going to continue to do. Yeah, but you guys beat Baylor by 15. That's nothing yeah. easy to do. What were the changes that Coach Staley put within you guys that you guys were able out there and play a really darn good game against that Baylor team? Uh, just telling us to lock in. You know, she she um, really wanted to win that game, and we and we really do a lot of the things we do for her. You, you know, we want to see her happy, and just ha- just how she wants to see us happy. So, I mean, we, defense I think was a big thing. Uh, Aaliyah definitely stepped up to the plate, um, and the seniors as well. Ty had an amazing game. You know, she leads us in the right way. So, I mean, I think that's what really won the game for us. Zaya, you guys are 9-1 versus ranked teams. And to break that down even further, 4-0 versus top 10s and 3-0 versus top 5s, including Baylor. And then Maryland and UConn. And Maryland was another early season test for you guys. How about that UConn game? Historic program, historically good. And you guys went in there and, again, just took care of business. Uh, that was a like a dream come true. That game was like... For me to, like, watch UConn my whole life and, you know, as a kid, a lot of people want to go to UConn. And um, some of my dad had said to me, like, you want to play on UConn's team or you want to be the team to beat UConn? That was something that he had said to me um, when I was younger. And I thought about, it, like, do do I want to knock them down? or do, You know, because they was winning a lot at that time. And um, they were recruiting everyone. And I was like, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be that team to beat UConn. And I didn't know what team I was going to be on that was going to do it. But I was, I'm was i happy that South Carolina was a team that we were able to accomplish that goal was to beat UConn. So, I mean, I just I was really locked in for that game. And just to see the fans, the, we have an amazing fan um, base here. So just to see the fans hype and um, to go out there with my teammates, it really felt good. 
You know, you mentioned that you grew up watching some UConn basketball. It's no secret the alumni list is very long. Talking about Maya Moore, Tina Charles, even most recently Brianna Stewart. You look at Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, I could keep going. Was there one player from those historic UConn teams that maybe you modeled your game after? Or who would you say otherwise could have been an inspiration for you? I would say uh, it was more like uh, Asia Dirt and um, Kelsey Mitchell. Those were the two that I really looked up to. And uh, I actually asked them for a lot of advice during my process of recruiting. And they actually helped me out a lot, especially Kelsey Mitchell. I'm at Ohio State. But those were the two that I, I kind of wanted to mimic my game after. And, and even in college now, like, I want to build my base how they did, you know, and, and be known in college how they are and, and uh, being a WNBA how they are. So those are the two that I really um, look up to. I seen Asia Durr play. I went to Syracuse and I covered women's basketball and I got to see Louisville play at Cuse and Asia Durr just knows how to do everything on a basketball floor. She can handle it. She can pass it. She can shoot mm-hmm. it. She can drive outside, inside. So just from speaking on that experience, I see where you get that inspiration from. She is one of the best. Yes. Opening up SEC play. On January 2nd, took down Kentucky in a pretty convincing fashion, 99-72. to Was there a different level of preparation that Coach Staley preached to you guys about conference play? Or has conference play been a different animal for you? What would you say about that? Uh, I think so. Um, she told us like for the first half of the season that we got that out the way, but now it's time to get ready for the um, SEC so, I mean, I guess that was her way of telling us, like, we really got to lock in for this. And, uh, I mean, but we always lock in for every game that, we, that we're that we supposed to. And um, I don't know if the preparation was different. Uh, I do know that we always lock in. No matter who we're playing, uh, we have the same game plan for, for each team. You know, we, we have the same routine for each team. One of your closest calls this year was against Mississippi State, number nine in the country they were. A two-point win, 81-79 for you guys in the game. Your first taste of that rivalry on January 20th. Yes. What was that like for you yes. to get into that game? Whoa, that was like the best game so far, for sure. It was hype. It was hype. I got to play against um, one of my best friends, Rakia Jackson. That was fun. Um, I just love the fans here. Like I dreamed of playing at a school where it was thousands of fans and just people cheering and and, and just love everywhere. So. I mean, I'm happy we got that win. It was a lot of the games that I play now remind me of like the state run games, state um, championship run games. Like I feel like I'm in a state game like now with every team. So it's like it's different. It's really different, but it's competitive each and every game. And you can't take any anybody lightly. Like all they have to do is play a good game against you one time and it can make it a game, even if they're not a ranked team. So, I mean, it's really fun. But that Mississippi State game was by far the best game so far for me this season and the it, UConn game too honestly both of them you're looking forward now to tournament time here Can't Wednesday wait. Wednesday starts off the SEC tournament what's the vibe going into SEC play just to mentally stay ready um you know we made it this far and it's just time to finish it off you know we can't really take any breaks from here on out like I said I think we got that loss out the way and, and God willing it's no more of those but um, I, we're, I I know we're focused. I know we're ready. We just got a we got a lot of pieces. You know, everybody plays a role, and and it's definitely a dream come true to play to play on a team like this. 
Zaya, before I let you go, Rogers, your alma mater, what were some of those interactions that you've had with your former teammates that are now playing? Um, Logan was the most the I've actually had like conversations with three of them. Um, I had one with Winter and Logan. Uh, Winter was just asking me questions like how to keep the team chemistry um up there and when they had lost the start you know everybody started to kind of like not give up but question things and coach went through a lot of transferring he went through a lot you know and it was basically just like a brand new team he had to um prepare so I mean I just talked to Logan about her becoming the leader of the team and she was asking like what could she do because for me it seemed like it was easy but for her it's, it's harder and I was just telling like you got to make sure you tell your teammates that they're important. You have to make them feel important so they can go out there and play hard. And that's just what I had to do is just make sure they all knew that I needed them. And I couldn't do it on my own, even though it looked like I was doing it on my own. I, I definitely had a, a big team that helped me out win, win those state championships. So I just tell her the same thing, like make sure you keep your teammates motivated. Thanks for taking time to join me and to join us for this podcast. We're all rooting for South Carolina up here. I think you've turned Northwest Ohio into Gamecock Nation somewhat. And uh, just good luck with the SEC tournament and good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you. I appreciate it. My thanks again goes to Zaya for taking time out of her busy schedule to join us. And my thanks goes to Diana Koval at South Carolina Athletics for helping us get this set up. And you can tell just by talking to Zaya that she's eager to go. She learned a lot from playing at Rogers and to running to two state titles. And that's definitely translating to the hardwood at the collegiate level. And how about at the highest level in college basketball? South Carolina, 29-1, regular season. The number one overall seed in the SEC tournament. South Carolina begins tournament play Friday against either number 8 Alabama or number 9 Georgia, whoever wins that game. That's on Thursday afternoon. Zaya third on the team in scoring, 12.4 points per game, and she's doing very well offensively, leading the team in a lot of different categories, getting the ball a lot for Don Staley and South Carolina. And it's very exciting to see. South Carolina has a realistic shot, I think, at winning a national championship and Zaya is one of those key offensive figures for the Gamecocks. Thanks again to Zaya. Thanks again to Diana Koval at South Carolina. As for those of you listening, thank you for checking out Glass City Game Time. If you liked the show, please remember to subscribe and leave a like rating. You can find us anywhere podcasts are found. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and on ToledoBlade.com and on Blade News Slide. My name is Corey Christen. Thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Glass City Game Time.